What is going on, everybody? We are back again. It has been far too long. Stash and Chains. What is Reunited. That? And it feels so, feels good. so good. Dang, man. Getting them high notes. How the heck have you been? That's true, man. Uh, you know, you know, you you do know I'm a singer, right, Jay Chains? I do. I do know that you're a musician. I, used I mean, to I'm, I, I don't be hitting those high notes like that. I'm not like, <laughs> that's about as good as it gets right then. It wouldn't go that high. Nothing wrong with little hollow notes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How the heck are you, man? What's been good. going on? Yeah, we took a, took a couple weeks off. Schedules have always been crazy. We so did. Yeah, yeah, we took a couple weeks off. And, you know, for those that, that missed it, I, you know, I'm sure some of you guys missed it, but we actually did a live version of this show with me and Jay Chains together at Outer Edge LA, a.k.a. NFT LA. And it was fun. We, I, I screwed up. I screwed up and I forgot some equipment at home, forgot a cable, forgot a cable, and it screwed the whole thing up. So the mic, the audio was not that good on that. But otherwise, it was fun. It was cool doing it uh, on location. So we thought that we had everything squared away, but it, as it turns out, I think the we did. Phone was it, the phone was still capturing some audio from that microphone, and I yeah, think it was Car- Carrie and some other people were yeah. very close to the phone, and so we heard a lot of ambient noises. We'll yeah, it. yeah, it, it was all good. It, it, it was fun. We had a good time uh, bringing you guys the latest NFT news direct from the event. It was a lot of fun. We did take a couple weeks off. We are back. And we're going to be talking about the markets right now, jumping into it. We do have a bunch of, of, of pretty interesting news today. We're going to be talking about Rolling Stones and their NFTs and how they're maybe kind of moving away from that. And then also talk about Instagram and NFTs also moving away from them. Woo. A tough day for uh, for NFTs. And then I yeah. think we'll round up the show with uh, with a little bit more fun stuff. You know, people uh, kind of leveraging their IP or leveraging their NFTs and borrowing against you know, uh, what they've got there. And then, oh, 45, man, I'll tell you what, I thought this thing was a disaster in the beginning, but since since his arrest or arraignment, whatever happened, Woo! those things have skyrocketed. Trump, Trump, man. NFTs. Yeah, Trump. We're going to talk about some Trump NFTs. And then, uh, and we'll talk a little about about uh, one of the big conferences coming up for NFTs, if you guys are not familiar, and just give you a little quick breakdown of NFT NYC here at the beginning. But let's go jump into the market sentiment today. I would like to hear what you guys think about the markets and what you're feeling about them right now. Uh, but let's go jump into those right now and just see what we're seeing. See what we're seeing. See, see what we're seeing. I, uh, You know, it's one of those things. It's opportunity time. Uh, yeah. You know, if, you, if you've been paying attention to the crypto market, we've seen a big surge in price. You know, Bitcoin over 30000 We've got uh, you know Ethereum hovering at two thousand. So yep. you know, when when we see the crypto prices go up, naturally you're going to see either people look for liquidity, uh, look to you know to get it to get you know back into an ETH position or whatever it is. So we have seen uh, the NFT markets really show that off. I mean, guys, you remember what a couple of weeks ago we were looking at this barometer sentiment and it was fifty one, and uh, currently it's yeah. at like 20, 26. So. You know, the, the NFT market has certainly cooled down, and, and, and I only see it as opportunity time. I mean, you know, uh, some of the collections that I'm looking at, you know, a King Called Beast and looking at maybe picking up another mutant, like all that, like, you know, they're they're looking to be a little bit better uh, entry points uh, in some of these projects, if that's, you know, the opportunity that you're looking for. Yeah. 
I mean, and, and you know what I would say is that this is a great time to look at at, at uh, uh, second tier NFTs. And what I mean by that is when you talk about like if an NFT is considered a blue chip, and we can argue all day what a blue chip NFT really is, but the NFTs that are kind of just below what you would almost consider a blue chip too, are, uh, I think, are a really great time to be looking at those at a time like this where you know volume is down interest is down a little bit a lot of that money is flowing into bitcoin into altcoins people see they, they're, they're kind of seeing an impending uh you know pump here possibly and that's what we're seeing a little bit less volume here uh when it comes to this blue chip index i mean the overall market cap and volume is still looking fairly decent but uh you know in comparison to you know last month you know, it kind of like even if we zoom out even farther, like February into March was actually a pretty good month when it came yep. to NFTs. And you can see the difference. Now, we've maintained more volume than what we saw earlier in the year before we saw this nice big pump here in February. Right. So we've maintained a little bit more volume than that. But uh, in general, not seeing the same kind of pump and correlation to the general crypto markets with Bitcoin and your altcoins out there. So. Yeah. And, and with that, you know, going back up towards the top, you can even see, you know, next to the barometer where we're looking at, you know, traders. I mean, it only makes sense that you're going to see, you know, a, a higher impact on that 30 day profit and loss when we you know, experience, you know, price fluctuations like we're seeing. So, you know, you're seeing a major imbalance of people, you know, on the P&L that are maybe in the red currently. But, you know, you got to remember, you're never in the loss until you actually sell. So, you know, if you can withstand, you know, I know tax time's coming up, you know, in the next couple of days here. But, you know, if you can just hang in there and don't sell it now because things will come back at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true, man. And But I will also I will also put a highlight here that this is fairly accurate in general. So when you talk about trading in general, 20% of people are winning and 80% of people are losing. It really is what it comes down to, man, is 80% of traders are, are, are losing. And uh, this reflects and shows, like, maybe it's a little bit more than 80%. I'd say maybe a little bit more than 80% at this point. But that, is, cool. that is the case. M most people who are trading and trying to flip things are losing. The majority of people are always losing. So keep that in mind, I, I, too. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, everybody probably feels the same way that, you know, the moment that uh, you think you got the good entry and you buy something, you see it go down a little bit lower. I mean, you saw that in crypto. I mean, there's memes about it, right? I bought the dip and it kept dipping. So I bought it and it yeah. dipped some more. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, all right. So, I mean, that's kind of like, I think that, you know, we're seeing a little bit of cool off here with the markets. Maybe we will see a swing back here with Bitcoin, right? If we see another another dip here, like Bitcoin, you know, We've, we're seeing it past 30k, but if it continues to run and then we see another pullback, like a significant pullback, we might see some of that money moving back into NFTs or possibly into alts at the same time. Uh, but you know that remains to be seen right now, uh, as as, yep. as we do see the markets in general have been looking up over the past couple of weeks. Well, that, that's good. I was trying to find a really good segue into our first story of the day. Uh, and I was looking for all sorts of ways to tie that in, but really, Stash, I couldn't. Uh, so we're just gonna go with it. We're just gonna uh, keep, we're, we're just gonna go. keep things rolling. I think we just keep things rolling. <laughs> is that what, Jay, are, wait? Are you saying we just keep things a rolling? We just keep a things a rolling. We just keep things a rolling. That's what we're gonna do today, right now. And, and uh, <laughs> talk about the Rolling Stones and how. Now, listen, and you know, this is the headline. They want to shy away from using the term NFT in their collection, which I I, I applaud. Them. We all knew this is coming. We've been talking about this kind of stuff in, in my show, on this show, and I hear it on other spaces. Uh, you know, the the term NFT people don't like. You know, they don't, a non fungible token. What the what the heck does that even mean to most people, right? And so, 
I think this is obviously going to be the domino maybe starting to fall, at least in this realm, right, where we're starting to see big-time players like, uh, you know, celebrities like the Rolling Stones drop their collection. So, you know, back back in April, uh, the beginning of April, which is, you know, we're about the middle of April. We're getting there now. So this is just a few weeks ago. But they, uh, they've dropped a 40-photo collection that links pretty much spans to, you know, most of their career. Uh, prices, you know, from the 60s to the 90s, almost 2000 uh, and prices between you know two hundred and three hundred dollars. Now, yeah, is that the yeah. right price? I think that's a pretty good target. Now, you know, if somebody is looking to acquire you know memorabilia, this is a digital certificate of authenticity. I love the idea because it's a certificate of authenticity. Everybody in the collectible industry understands already, right? Now we just throw the word digital in there, and I think people can understand it. Um, so really excited to see where this goes and how this starts to affect the industry. Because again, you know, not only uh, for musicians and artists, but gaming and a bunch of industries alike. You know, we think the term NFTs was was kind of just a temporary placeholder. And I like to see this article. I like to see that people are forward thinking and, and moving yeah. the narrative forward. Yeah. No, I feel you. And, you know, I would say that the funny thing about this, the, the sad and funny thing about this is that they are moving away from the term NFT because they think that it has negative connotations, not because they genuinely believe that the term NFT is just a bad term, right? We know the term sucks, but the stones are like, nah, man, the term, we, we got to get this out of here. We don't want this attached to our digital collectibles here. Uh, and so I, I think that that it, it's interesting to see that that's kind of what the focus has been here, right? It's not necessarily that, that uh, you know, they just, the term sucks, or there's a better term, but the really is that they they think that there is a negative connotation. I think, uh, and they want to get rid of it, like right, right, because there's because people are associating NFTs with cons and and hacks and people being swindled and and their stuff being stolen. So I think that you know we'll continue to see this happening more and more. Is more and more people you know not wanting to call them NFTs, even though that's what they are, and that's fine. And I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that because it's the technology that matters. It's not the freaking terms. No one cares right. that, that, that about NFT as a terminology. I don't give a shit what it's called. It's, it's the called technology. That's what matters. Yeah, they could be digital widgets. Who cares what you call them? Again, I, I went hundred. Digits, digital widgets, widget digits, widget widgets, widget digits, widget digits, digi digi widgets, digi dikes. Digi widgies. They're, they're all, it's all, yeah, we got to, and now here we are. We've come full circle. It's digi daikus, bro. That's what we're calling all of it. It's, it's it. We're, it's all of it. That's the industry now. Uh, no, I, but do you think, let me ask you a question. Do you think that uh, the term NFT is going to have longevity or do you think this, like, we're going to see more and more of this? I think we'll see a lot more of this. I think that we're going to see more and more. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I think we're going to see more and more uh, people shying away from the term NFT to call them something different. And I think this is the best way of going about it. We don't need to use the term NFT for NFT technology to be successful and to permeate every aspect of our life. Most people don't know any of the terms of the technology that make up the internet. They use it every single day, every single day. And no one cares. No one knows. So, yeah. we, have to get, we just have to get to that point, right? Because no one asks, hey, how do you, how do you, what, how does the internet work? You know, no one goes into a depth, in, you know, in-depth discussion of, you know, the intricacies of the cable that's laid underground or up in the sky and how the signals telegraph and, you know, how all that works. No one cares. They just want it to work. So just, 
right? Yeah. As long as it works, who cares? Exactly. Yeah, they want to work. It, it just should work better. And not just that it should that it should work in general, but it should work better. And NFT technology can make things work better in a lot of different situations. Now, and you can see even here, like Nick Cage, in his latest feature film, they, they were going to use uh, feature NFTs, but without using the term NFT. So... It, it is continuing to, to trend. And, you know, when you look at people ditching NFTs, it's yeah. not just film. It's not just the Stones. It's not just Nick Cage that is saying goodbye to NFTs. It's also going to be Instagram. Instagram no longer supporting NFTs. It's They're over. done. It's officially over now. They shot it. They killed it. They've made the announcement. Uh, no more Instagram NFTs. Now, just to give you guys a quick rundown, we, we've talked about this you know, on, on this show when they first launched all this, and it, we, we broke everything down. The thing is, is that right now, you know, how it was working was that you, you, know, you as the owner of an NFT could connect your wallet, and then when you posted one of those, those images from your wallet, it would get a little badge that said, hey, this was an NFT, and you could click on it, and it would show you the metadata. Kind of cool. But I think what happened was it just kind of left people underwhelmed with kind of what was what you know with that feature right like it just wasn't a lot and so now they're going to revert to where it's just you know like it worked like any post like uh the digital collectible badge is going to disappear so now it's just going to be gone it just won't be there anymore so if you had it connected and you posted it there it's just going to show just the image but what it came down to is i think this just was kind of a lackluster feature that nobody really cared much for right i mean I, I, why do you think instagram nfts just did not work I, to be honest, honestly, I, I, it was never probably going to be as good as, say, Twitter, right? Because you, know, you use your profile picture if you want, uh, you know, NFT uh, on Twitter, and that's all fine and dandy. But, you know, I, I think the problem that w maybe you've got to deal with is a company like Meta, right? Facebook, whatever they call themselves and however the, the whole organization is structured. But, you know, you've seen them basically pull out of the metaverse. You've seen them pull out about anything with NFTs. And, and I, I'm starting to wonder, is this the, the missed opportunity? Is it because they're a public company and they have shareholders and people to respond to? And, re, and you know, you burn through a whole bunch of money and you go through all this development that doesn't result anything. Uh, and then you keep going and people say, you know what, Mark, like enough. Like, you know, we've got to worry about something now that's going to turn a profit and your little pet project's over. So clean it up. Like, I feel like that's where they have to be because it was so abrupt or like, we're done with metaverse. We're done with NFTs. Now, again, the NFT part was probably doomed in the beginning, but I still feel like there's a different um, catalyst that's causing this really like, let's shut the program down now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it could also just be like general economic times, right? You know, we have seen some other larger corporations doing some layoffs, trimming some fat. Now, when it comes down to like, you know, for something like this, anytime they roll out a feature, they have to have a whole department. For this feature for some for th some things like this right there's and they may the department may just consist of like one dude or like two dudes or something you know but two people running it but that's you know someone who is like hey that's an easy low-hanging fruit let's get rid of these guys and they cut them but i think it just i think it just was one of those features that you know because we because you think about it, it's like well what does it hurt to leave this if it's, it was such a low-hanging fruit type of feature and it didn't do much why remove it like just leave it in there and like what does it hurt I, I just at the end of at the end of the day, I, I don't think Instagram has the Web three audience like, say Twitter does, or yeah. maybe some other platforms rolling out. And so you know you you cut your loss, like you said, you trim the fat, you figure it out. Like all right, this program's not going to work. You know, 
we'll do something different. I mean, we saw, I think we reported, it was maybe a month or so ago, maybe longer than that on this show. You know, we were talking about how, you know, he wanted to, Zuckerberg wants to develop a social media platform to compete with Twitter. And I think the whole thing was like, what? What does that even mean? You have two of them. But I don't think, I don't think that he does because the community engagement is not there like it is on Twitter. And so with the Web3 presence that say Twitter has that Instagram and Facebook do not have, that may be where the problem lied. It was dead in the water to begin with. Yeah, that's good. You're right. Audience, you know, the audience is just not there and the tools that, you know, what why people come to Instagram is not aligned with how NFTs want to work. Now, I think there are use cases that could work for NFTs there, but I think that in general, it just, it, they, they didn't really, you know, find that stride with NFTs. They didn't find that one thing that like, hey, this actually, this feature here, if we implement it like this would work really well with our platform and with our users and what they want. And how can we make NFTs really work for them? They just kind of try to fit it in in this awkward way that very much mirrored what we saw happening with Twitter, right? It works on Twitter for a certain reason. It didn't really work on Instagram, kind of trying to implement it in the same type of way. And they didn't try anything unique or different. So here we are. Do you think any any of the other uh, platforms will integrate uh, NFT features? I mean, I know we know Amazon's getting ready to do that. Like it should be like, you know, in the next couple of weeks here from what I remember in the story. But do you think there's any other uh, integration that we should expect? Like is TikTok going to go that route? I mean, they have, you know, a, a definitely a, a younger demographic, which I feel like if you kind of like, you know, go through the period of time with a younger you know audience, like you've got that the opportunity. And I, TikTok would be a great platform to integrate, but I just don't know if that's, you know, going to happen or if that's even in their roadmap. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think that, you know, we will see NFTs emerge in every platform. Once again, I think that we just necessarily won't know that they're NFTs. They'll just be called something else. You know, right now we just saw Reddit launch another round of NFTs, which have been incredibly popular on their platform. A lot of people, you know, did really well on those first round of, of Reddit NFTs. And then we, we've also seen other major platforms like Spotify also find ways to incorporate NFTs into their platform. So I think that we'll see more and more places like large social media or large places where people are, are, are at a lot. We could even see YouTube incorporate NFTs. We talked about this on a previous episode where there is potential there. So, yeah, I do feel like these are not going to go away. I, and, you know, right now, maybe the term NFT is being shied away from a little bit. But I don't think this stuff is going to go away. I don't think this well, stuff is going to go away. So I think that we, we will be in, a, in, a, in a, a, a part right now where, um, you know, more and more NFTs will be used. But finding real good use cases, not just these surface level ones, right? Yeah. Not just these well, surface level ones. Yeah, well, I'm speaking of that, that takes us to our next story of finding, you know, use cases where you can use uh, NFTs to maybe get yourself in a different position. So, you know, right now borrowing uh, against the NFTs that you have is a, is a booming business. You know, it's, it's a billion dollar industry. And uh, it's really interesting to see how fast it happened, you know, going through this, you know, you're finding out that, uh, you know, you've got a, a couple of DAOs, you got NetBuy, uh, BenDAO, uh, that you, you can really make some money, or at least you have the opportunity to, uh, and leverage your uh, your NFTs that you have, specifically, you know, more expensive ones. Like, you know, you could take your board ape or, uh, you know, anything that's got, you know, some decent value. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever the, the term of the loan is, you know, you've got that opportunity now to, you know, if that's a, a risk you're willing to take. And I think that's the, the main thing about this whole conversation is borrowing against your NFTs. It's, it's a risk. Like, you're literally yeah. putting up your NFT as collateral. Now, what I do like about this, and it says down at the bottom, uh, JPEG, 
the JPEG DAO is, you know, they've got an insurance on the liquidation. So say you don't meet the terms of your uh, loan and they do liquidate it. And they uh, actually, they use repo uh, that there is a service there where you can get that back from the JPEG DAO as a repo service versus it being sold immediately on the secondary market, which I, right. I like that. It gives people like it, sometimes life happens. Sometimes you, you miss the opportunity. You're like, oh, I'll get that in a little bit. And then you, you miss it. And then tomorrow you're like, yeah, I forgot to do that. You know, I love that they have that safeguard. But to me, Bash, that's, you know, getting a loan against an NFT is not uh, anything that I'm willing to do at this particular moment. I think, you know, market conditions are so volatile. You just never know what happens. And, you know, in the back of my mind, knowing that, you know, I've got uh, a price target for, say, Ethereum, and I take out a loan against, you know, my mutant, for example, right? Or I'd say I get the, the 13 ETH that uh, I think you get 60% of whatever the value is. So whatever it ends up being, you know, and then now, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go long, you know, as soon as I, you know, ETH hits my target, but then something happens, some, some other SBF or SVB or whatever happens. And now you don't have that ETH, you don't have the mutant, you don't have anything. Uh, and to me, it's such a risk. And uh, that's just, you know, everybody's got their own risk protocols and their own risk tolerances. And to me, borrowing against NFTs is not something I'm interested in doing, but I, it is fascinating. And, you know, for people that have money or want to take that chance, it's a great opportunity. It's risky, man. I'm right there with you. I'm not the dude who's going to be borrowing against my NFTs. Now, I don't have a bored ape. So I don't have like a what I would consider a high end, you know, high dollar NFT where that it's, you know, valued more than 20,000. Uh, but, you know, I could see some DGENs getting down with this, you know, because that's basically what this comes down to, right? You're, you're, you're betting that you're going to be able to take the money that you got from your ape and flip it to be able to essentially, you know, pay off that loan and then also make some money. And yeah. so it's, it's, you know, that's the same thing with, with, you know, going, uh, going long or short on, on crypto too. Like you're gambling and, and it's very much a gamble. You know, and so you could be losing your ass here, and, and that could be that that uh, precious NFT. Now, the difference with the NFTs is that you know, if these are unique one of one NFTs, you could you may you possibly could never get that NFT back. Think about that, right? Think about the fact that if you went and you put up your NFT for a loan, got the money back, but then defaulted, and now your NFT is gone, and then you can't get the money to get it back from like a an NFT DAO or something like what they have here uh, with this loan program. Then what do you do? Now that unique NFT that you had is now gone, you possibly are gonna lose it forever and never get it back. That's not the same if you're borrowing just Bitcoin. Major risk there when it comes to borrowing against your NFTs. Yeah, no, I, I hear you there. And then, you know what's really cool? I, I, down in the, the bottom towards the article was something that I thought was actually all right. You know, like, you know, people take out mortgages on homes, people take out, you know, loans yeah. for cars, for all sorts of stuff, right? Uh, and so finding that Ben Dow would actually let you make a down payment. I think you've got to do a 40% minimum down payment upfront. Uh, and then you can uh, you can make, you know, use use the loan service then to uh, to basically have a mortgage to afford to get yourself a board eight now now why is something like that is important and i think you know that to me would be better than taking out a loan against your asset if you're trying to get a loan to buy an asset because now that you've got the say the board eight or whatever it is you can now build a brand and you could build yourself a seven-figure brand off of a six-figure loan and you can do it very easily uh obviously well, you've got to have i don't know if you can do it very easily but it can be done 
it can be done. <laughs> and if you are if you are of entrepreneurial mind, it can be done a little bit easier than someone who's going to try to grind something else out. I I, I realized what I said there, Stash. But yeah, uh, yeah. but that to yeah. me is a better opportunity than taking a loan against an NFT. Yeah. No, I and and you're right. That that makes some sense there. You know, and the only issue I would say is that when you talk about like a long term loan, like in particular for something like that, you know, that that that's a, you know a mortgage you're taking it out for twenty years. Right. You know, like like are you you know the the terms here for an NFT loan are vastly different. So I understand how they're kind of trying to correlate it to you know taking out a digital mortgage, right? But I don't know that that really is an, an apples to apples comparison. No. Uh, it it is still very interesting. No, yeah, it is very interesting to to do. It is an interesting thing to to have because you never know how those things are going to uh, swing, right? Maybe if you take it out, because w- w- when it comes to borrowing against assets, you want to do it in the in the bear market. You borrow against your assets in the bear market, and that way, when you come right and hopefully right before a bull market, that way, then when they pump into the bull market. Your assets are now worth more that have been sitting there, and you get those back, and, and you're in good shape, and you don't have to worry about being called, you know. Yep. But it is a risky game, no matter what. Is all is, is what it comes down at to. The, it's a risky game. At the, at the end of the day, and that you know, it's you, there's a lot of sayings, right? Scared money don't make no money. High risk, high yeah. reward. Go bigger, go home. There's all of that, but it has to fit into your risk tolerance profile, or else, you know, if you don't stick to your plan, that's how people get wrecked. Right. Uh, uh, Chains here. I'm gonna ask you something here. On a scale of one to five. One okay. to five, one being the least risky and five being the most risky. Where do you put yourself on the scale of, of, where, of, of your risk tolerance, sir? Are you, are you the least risky type of guy go, going tried and true or are you, are you really full degen at five or, or are you, where are you in the middle? What do, what do you think? One, one to five. I think uh, it's really funny like on a, on a physical level, like on a, in real life human being, I'm a five. Uh, after leverage trading away a fortune last year, I, uh, I am now probably about a three, a three. So a three in the response, but, but in real life, if we were at the casino and, and we were gambling NFTs, you, you like, I'm going full five, man. I'm putting my mutant oh, yeah. on the line. Okay. No, I lost that hand. It's gone. I did. <laughs> I, my, I, I was on a cruise and I put seven, seven grand on a uh, roulette spin once. Uh, and I lost and my wife didn't talk to me for a week. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. You know, uh, I, I did. I mean, I didn't do something. Some, some of that. Yeah, I've done some, some, some stuff that's pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> spent spent, spent, spent like $10,000 on, on, a, on an NFT chicken. And then, you know, like, like, why? I don't know. And now it's down 98%. You know, it's, it's things like that, man. It happens. It's, it happens. It happens. We, we, it's all part of the game. It's all, it's all part of the, uh, the education. We're teaching ourselves. We, we're playing with the volatility so that our future generations don't have them. It's true. It's true. Now, speaking of, of volatility and playing with the future <laughs> price of things, you know, what we've seen here recently is Donald Trump has been making the headlines. He's back at it again. And no one, people cannot stop talking about Trump. They cannot stop talking about Trump. And and so, do, what, what does that mean? If if, people, if Trump is in everybody's mind right now, he's everyone's talking about him. He's all over the place. What does that mean for his NFT collection? What does that mean for his NFT collection? So this article says Donald Trump's NFT prices have soared. Now we're going to take a look on whether that's actually true here or not. Uh, but what it comes down to is that now his name's out there more and more. You know, does his NFT you know, collection doesn't pump because of this. Um, you know, right now when we saw these released, they were $99 originally each NFT. And we did see them pump pretty hard, right? Like right out the gate, 
We did see them pump pretty hard. But they've lost quite a bit of value since then. They have had a little bit of a pump coming into all this news, uh, like going into him, you know, uh, being indicted and all this, you know, crazy news, right? So if you look at uh, his NFTs, if you guys haven't seen the NFTs, here they are in all their glory. I mean, look at this, yeah. man. These, these are, these are, these are, these are really great NFTs. I mean, if that's your thing, the greatest. They might be the greatest NFTs. They're huge. They're huge. huge. Yeah. I like. I think I might like the thumbs up with the gold. This might be one of the best ones. <laughs> it's just so like funny. I would. I would have. I would have definitely like. I faded this in the beginning because I thought it was just a joke. Um, but I definitely not paying six hundred and sixty dollars for one. But for a hundred bucks, I would have gotten one for sure. You think you would? You would have bought one right just out the gate? No, no. I, I mean, I knew about this. I didn't. Um, but knowing. Knowing what I know and where they are now, like yeah, yeah. I, I I missed this one, but it's not something that I don't think you would keep this in your wallet forever. This is this would be like a flip. This would be a decent well, thing. And that's what I'm saying. Like you could see people who like when they mint them originally and, and and like flipped them because like going into into February is when we saw the peak, and then here at the begin at the beginning of March we saw like you know another significant dip. But coming into the indictment here, they started to pump again. So like the last couple of weeks. So right now we're starting to see him kind of come back down. So I think the article itself is a little bit behind. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they did. They, they have increased significantly, you know, it, it, leading up to leading up to this indictment. And that goes to show you what. Yeah. When, when people are talking about things like this, they, they start to speculate again. Right. Oh, my yeah. gosh. If, if he's indicted, if he goes to jail. Will my NFT be a crazy amount of money? God, well, that's such a degenerate. That is such a degenerate. It really is, is it not? Is it <laughs> this not? Life gets wrecked. My my bag gets bigger. And that's exactly what it comes. I mean, that is it, though. But that is the investor mentality, guys. Is this not the investor mentality? How how many times have you heard buy when there's blood in the streets, even if that blood is your own? I mean, the investor <laughs> mentality is full degen. You want to think the NFT chads. And DeFi summer, you know, uh, bunnies are the ones that, I don't even know where they came. It's the DeFi summer bunnies. Uh, you think they're the ones that invented this whole, like, degen culture? No. No, sir. No. Uh, investment, uh, banking, and, and investment, uh, you know, side of things, investing, they've been doing it for a long time. They've been doing it for a long time. So, yeah, I mean, I think there are people out there that will think, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to buy this at this, you know, buy, buying at this dip right here was actually a pretty good opportunity. You know, the, the floor was about 0.4. It went up to about 0.5 something. So, I mean, you know, there's a decent little bit of opportunity there. Is it significant? I mean, I wouldn't call it significant, but it's definitely um, there. Got a, uh, got a comment down in, uh, in the chat from Paul saying these are going to be worth, worth as much as a, a board ape. In the years to come, wouldn't that be just absolutely nutty to see these things at like sixty ETH in like a, a year? It could what, happen. What if he becomes president? What if he becomes president again? It could totally. I mean, who knows? It could totally happen. I mean, these are like OG Trump cards. I think that these are just going to continue to go down in value, man. That that that's my my thinking here is that this little thing was okay. Yeah, he got back on the radar. You know, there there's going to be some 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 stuff going on here with him over the next couple of weeks, but I don't think it's really you know indicative of of what's going to happen in the future. I think these things are going straight to the bottom, and this has nothing to do with me liking or, or hating on Trump. I just think that they're just horrible. I think they're just not well done. I just don't like. I, honestly, I in general the art is not like super amazing. It was kind of uninspired. 
Um, you, you know, I mean, obviously these are like the low ends. Like if we look at like the, the let me see what like the better ones look like. What, what if, like, dude, what if, what if, he, what if he gets elected as president number 47, he abolishes the IRS, he makes crypto like the national currency, mm-hmm. and, and we all just like rise to glory because of him. Then where do you think these things go? Dude, he'll be like our, uh. He'll be the crypto leader. He'll be the guy that John people, McAfee was supposed to be. People will be buying and selling these things with their with their like their EBTs, their their uh, universal basic income. You know, their UBI. They're buying and selling Trump. That's the future, right? It, that, that's when we'll see the next pump for Trump NFTs is when he becomes president, and then everybody's getting UBI, and now they're just buying his NFTs with the UBI. That's it. That's you can it redeem. Right there, can you redeem them for uh, whatever? Anyway. But but look, man, I mean, someone could cash in with 4,700 ETH on this uh, right here. It's the number two rarest card, I think. Yep, it's the number two rarest card right here. 47,000 uh, 47, ETH. Or 4,700 ETH, sorry. Yeah. I don't yeah, know, man. Really, really I, I don't see it happen. I, I, don't, I don't see Trump pulling it off. I, I think I see these continue to tank. I think if you hold on to these long term, you're going to be you're going to be regretting it. I think it's just going to this it's going to look like this. See like we don't we don't like okay it only stopped right here because of what we started seeing like like Trump getting back in the news in the beginning of March. It would have continued to, to go down. Like uh, like I if I if I had a little pin I'd draw here, I'd draw here on the screen and it would be like and crash all the way in the corner. Let me ask you a question. There is there is a wallet that has a thousand of the Donald Trump. That is, it's the number one holder. Do you think that's him? Do you think that's Donald's wallet? <laughs> you think Trump has collected all of his own cars? I don't think so. I think he, there's no way in hell he's smart enough to even operate a, a crypto wallet, let alone buy or mint NFTs. Nope. I don't think so. What, what do you think? Do you think that's him? Uh, Man, I feel like he would be the narcissist to say, I want to be the number one holder of my own NFT, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I Actually, I'm right there with you. I could see that being the case, but I don't think it is him. Like, I could totally see that being the case, but I don't think he's smart enough to, like, go through the whole thing and, like, even care that much, you know? Like, I, I just don't, I don't think it. And, and funny enough, because this could be the most successful thing that Trump has ever attached to. That's crazy. That's crazy. You never know. You never know, man. You never know. All right. So when it comes to being like, okay, when it comes to successful things and attaching yourself to them, uh, let's talk a little bit about the impending event that, you know, people may or may not be talking about depending on what circle you roll in. But NFT NYC, the big premier NFT event is upon us. It is, uh, it is starting tomorrow, but everything kind of starts today and goes through the week. There's tons of parties. There's tons of speakers, lots of, of satellite events and other things going on. You know, I like NFT NYC. You know, last year I went and it was a lot of fun. I've got I've gone previous years and, and I've been I've spoke every year so that I've gone there. I was gonna speak again this year. And I really honestly I, I got to a point where I, I just couldn't justify the cost of going. Uh it was it's very expensive to go there to speak. They don't pay their speakers, they don't really you don't really get much for going. You get like a free lunch. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it, man. And, and, and you're gonna spend three or four thousand dollars just to go there and you know be in a hotel, and food and, and airfare and all the all that jazz. Um, 
But I still think it's an awesome event. Like, if you've never been to one, I highly, highly recommend going to at least one of these events, right? How do you feel about NFT NYC, J-Chains? I love it, man. Kind of like what you said. Uh, to me, New York is a, it's a special place. Uh, and, and I feel like, you know, regardless, I'm, I'm, my expectations of the event is that it's going to be great, right? And, uh, and I think it's going to be great only because, you know, there's premier signature events throughout the year that we have here. Bitcoin in Miami yeah. is like, doesn't, doesn't matter what the market's doing. That's always a great conference. And I feel yeah. like NFT NYC is the same thing. It's like, you know, this is a big one. There's a lot of people here in New York. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of activity. It is very spread out. It's very large, um, sometimes hard to manage. But yeah. tell you what, man, the networking opportunities are going to be massive. Uh, I am definitely looking forward to, That's you know, amazing. integration. Yeah, a lot of integrations. You know, like I'm looking forward to, honestly, on Thursday at the entertainment stage, there's a uh, a talk with Emily Lazar. Uh, she's the uh, the heavy metal artist on Gala. I think Illa, Illa the producer, is on that one as well. Like, I'm really excited to go see a lot of the music integrations that are happening in the ecosystem because I feel like that's a big step. Like, that's going to be, you know, a, a really a big thing for our industry, that and gaming, obviously. And so, you yeah. know, just kind of check out as much as I can, capture as much content I've shown you before. I got the whole rig rigged up, ready to roll. This thing looks, my wife was just like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is that? It's like, just the camera, babe. Uh, so I'm just, I'm ready for it, man. I'm really excited, uh, you know, to get out there. And I think, you know, like you were saying, Sash, like, you know, the opportunity to get in real life uh, at these events and do some networking, shake some hands, see some people, not just a PFP or a voice on yeah. Twitter space, whatever it is. Very, very important uh, to do if you're here building long-term. So I'm excited. Yeah. Well, a little different opinions. Like I said, I, I do like the events. I, I like going. It just it just comes to a cost thing. Like I like I was telling JJ, I had to have a, a, an immediate goal, and I think a lot of people don't need necessarily need to have that for these events, right? Just go hang out, network. That's really what they're great for is networking. You know, getting your network on is the biggest thing at all these events. There's tons to, tons of network there. Uh, but I did want to put a spotlight and, and let people know if they don't know what's going on. This is the premier one. This is the biggest one uh, in the country. They've been doing it for multiple years now. Um, and there's tons of quality things out there. So so go out there, shake some hands, meet some people, get out from behind that computer and have some fun. Shake it up a little bit. Yeah, touch some grass. Touch some, you know, or, or, or concrete. Really? Or concrete. Yeah, go touch some can, concrete, yeah. man. It's outside. You know, it's kind of it's still outside. It's New York. It's New York. Yeah. Go touch some homeless people. The, the, the go, no, don't, 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 don't do that. That's a bad idea. Don't touch homeless people. That's bad. <laughs> Did I just say go touch some homeless people? I, that's not a good thing. Don't do that. Oh, take that and rewind it back. <laughs> and that's all for us today, folks. Uh, here on the NFT Beat. J-Chain Stash. Hope you guys have a great time here the rest of the week. Uh, go enjoy NFT NYC if you're going. We will see you guys next Tuesday for another episode of the NFT Beat. We out!